This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. And Thank you for coming out. This is the Let's Talk About It with Jenny Show. And right now I'm going to introduce you to my boss. <laughs> my uh, All right, all right. Yeah, okay. I keep getting promoted. I keep I keep getting promoted every week. <laughs> yeah, my my title increases. I appreciate it. It does. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about environmental water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. Is that what we're going to talk we're gonna about? Be, okay. Well, we're going to talk about tonight, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, the environmental racism going around. I've mentioned for decades, but uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the latest uh, uh, crisis that's going on right now. So okay. you uh, ready to start the show? Uh, you know what? I really don't know much about uh, Mississippi. I really don't. So I well, couldn't I'm, say Well, anything. you will by the end of the show, so get your passion. No, that's team. a good thing. That's a good thing. Right. I want to learn. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's – um. It's a terrible thing going on right now, and they're also calling it a crime of capitalism. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi has about 150,000 residents that uh, are still without access to clean drinking water, um, and that's following the collapse of the water sewer system under the pressure of heavy flooding. Uh, Oh, that's what happened? Okay. Yeah, it was, their, 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 yeah, their water and sewer system has been deteriorating over the years, and it's been underfunded. Um, but they had uh, had a bad storm back in August 2022, and uh, the system failed under the pressure of uh, the flooding. Some uh, homes and businesses uh, in Jackson uh, still remain under a boil water advisory, um, and that was issued in, in July. That was issued even before the storm came in August, wow. um, that the, the water is undrinkable. And so right now they have residents that are, you know, standing in long lines at distribution centers throughout the city uh, to pick up bottled water for cooking and uh, basic hygiene. They've, uh, the, gov- the governor has sent uh, Governor, a Republican Governor, Tate Reeves, has 
represent around 600 National Guard soldiers. They've been deployed to the city to oversee the distribution of the water. So, uh, And you said that started when? Last year, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the Boiled Water Advisory started in July, but the flood happened in August. So they've had an ongoing water crisis. Uh, it ju- it's just at this point, you know, they're uh, under another boil water advisory. And the, and the problem is that no one, the state or the government, has put the money forward to um, fix the infrastructure. Now, Jackson, Mississippi is the poorest state in the nation, and they've wow. got the um, – Worst reading scores in the nation, uh, and eighty percent of the residents are black, uh-huh. and and twenty five percent live below uh, living poverty. So that's you know that's Jackson, Mississippi for you. And how, so, about how many uh, people? How many people what? In Jackson. Um, well, I know 150,000 of them don't have, they're under a boil water uh, advisory. So how many people um, with the population? You said it's mostly uh, It's about 150,000 people. Some of them are brown, right? What the people in uh, Jackson? Yes, eighty percent of them. Oh, eighty. Oh, okay. Yeah, eighty percent of the uh, population in Jackson uh, are black, and twenty-five percent live in poverty. So, um, I was so this just is, trying uh, to trying to figure out why they're not. Uh, almost done, you know. With what? To fixing it so people can drink good water. Well, um, the EPA did a study, and they uh, contended that it would be um, – a 20-year program that what? would cost the EPA did an assessment in 2015 and found that the state required $5 billion, $4.8 billion over 20 years to guarantee safe drinking water uh, with much of the infrastructure reaching a well beyond its design lifespan. So right now their water system is, either at its uh, expiration date or well beyond it. So that's how raggedy it is. And the EPA, in their assessment in 2015, found that the state needed $4.8 billion. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi, had uh, requested from um, Jackson, Mississippi, had requested – from the state, $43 million, 
and the state only sent three. Huh? So they they've been playing with those people, and um, they say the ongoing crisis in Jackson is part of a series of disasters. You know, they're talking about uh, climate change now. Um, a series of disasters in the United States, from rolling blackouts in California to routine power outages in Metro Detroit. Speaking of power outages, my my lights keep blinking off and on right here in my house. So um, it's just saying that uh, they're comparing this uh, to the water poisoning in Flint. And they're saying Mm -hmm. under the conditions where climate change is fueling extreme weather events and pandemics, uh, systemic, systematic planning is needed to meet this danger. However, uh, this challenge is being being met with indifference by the capitalist government. They're not getting... uh, it's not showing them any love. It's just saying that the current disaster in Jackson has been years in the making, and it's been preceded by systemic failures as the city's public water infrastructure uh, became the target for corporate looters and was subjected to criminal neglect by the local, state, and federal government. Uh, an outgoing mayor um, ended up doing a $90 million deal, signing a million-dollar deal uh, on his way out the door with uh, huh. uh, Siemens, global conglomerate. And that was in 2012 to upgrade the city's water and sewage infrastructure and implement an automated billing system. Um, so they uh, they blew that. The new billing and uh, water system, water meter system failed to send bills to the residents. So that resulted in more than $43 million in unpaid water bills. So not only do they have a water crisis, but they got $43 million in unpaid water bills throwing the city's water fund into a crisis. Uh, so they, uh, the city sued Siemens uh, in 2020. They were able to recover their $90 million uh, from the company. But, you know, at that point, they're, water system had degraded further. Hmm. Um, you know, in 2016, it announced that elevated levels of lead had been discovered in the water. So the state advised the children under five and pregnant women not drink unfiltered tap water because lead in water especially is harmful to children and can cause serious developmental problems. But they did. So... Well, I'm still talking about Jackson, Mississippi. I ain't talking about Flint. That's a whole other lead issue. So um, a 10-year, $109 million deal was signed with another uh, corporate giant. This company is called Violia in 2017 to operate and manage the city's three wastewater treatment plants. So between December 2018 and May 2019, that company dumped 4 billion gallons of water into the Pearl River, uh, violating the Clean Water Act and consent decree the city has signed with the federal government in 2012. So you got another uh, corporate company coming in and exacerbating the problem even further. It took the, you know, um, you know, took taking this wastewater and dumped 4 billion gallons of it into the, the the river that the people were 
getting their fresh water from the Pearl River. That was the river that uh, ended up flooding. So a severe water, a severe winter storm uh, in February 2021 brought unusually cold temperatures uh, to the deep south, um, freezing water lines and causing water main bursts in Jackson, Mississippi, and knocking out the water service to the entire city and surrounding suburbs. Uh, the severe damage from the storm left the city um, in another catastrophe. So uh, they've got a Democratic mayor down there, Chakwe Antalamumba. Uh, <laughs> his father was uh, a mayor uh, down there as well, 2012-2013, and he died in office. That was his father. So they had a couple uh, mayors. One was appointed, one won by a special, uh, special election, and then he won um, his current term. Uh, but he estimated it would cost at least a billion to fix the city's water problem. So uh, the Biden administration has allocated $500 million over the next five years for Jackson, Mississippi's water infrastructure issues and across the entire state. So all that $500 million ain't going to Jackson. <laughs> it's, it's going to fix some of their water infrastructure issues, but uh, going across the state as well. So it says uh, federal aid will do little to resolve Jackson's problem, problems, nor will it help across the poor state in the country because EPA estimated it would take, you know, $5 billion, over 20 years to guarantee safe drinking water. So uh, it's just, you know, they're being underfunded dramatically at every level. Uh, but you know, not only that, but they're looking at uh, corporate uh, capitalism at this stage of the game um, uh, by privatizing. The Wall Street Journal wrote an op-ed um, on why Jackson, Mississippi, should privatize their public water system. And so the governor uh, jumped on that with dollars, dollar signs in his eyes. Um, and proposed, you know, said that a proposal for full privatization of the public water system as a solution to the problem um, is definitely uh, an option. And so the article that wrote uh, this on that says that they um, um, this is their idea of completing the looting operation that began a decade ago. So this has been. Uh, something that the Republican uh, legislation has been working on for years. Um, and so it's uh, just saying that the Democrats, you know, when they were in office, uh, they oversaw the deindustrialization and systemic impoverishment of predominant African American urban areas like Jackson. This is, you know, just saying that the Democrats in general. Just putting the blame, just sharing sharing the blame uh, between the uh, Republicans and the Democrats and, and their um, influences and uh, neglect in uh, all this taking place. So with that being said, um, Jackson, Mississippi is 
currently under a water a board water advisory that has been under for months. It's got a deteriorating water system that they've had for years that uh, their government has not addressed this in terms of uh, repairing it to where those black residents will be able to um, have safe drinking water. And this has gone on as, you know, they compared to Flint, you know, back in 2014, um, the emergency manager at that time uh, changed Flint's municipal water supply from Lake Huron water to the Flint River trying to save money, so they say. And so when they did that, there were uh, – the pipes were already bad, but, you know, lead got in the pipes and rusted and corroded them even more. And so um, even though they, they switched back to the Huron River, they say the, the um, it was over 30 days that they were connected to Lake Huron uh water and flint and they said that that uh that did that did all the damage right there uh the, the pipes and everything were already um rusted and and the water was contaminated so uh right now uh that is the situation with the uh water crisis in Mississippi and it uh doesn't seem to be getting better um, and so, I, you know, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. I just wanted to talk about um, the environmental racism that, uh, I mean, black people have to deal with. I mean, you know, um, because it happens in black and brown communities where the, the water supply is um, either, you know, deteriorating because it's old and antiquated, or there's lead in the water, lead in the school water. Um, they were talking about at one point uh, they had a water crisis uh, there in the winter of 2018. They said a cold uh, snap froze the pipes in the school buildings, and the kids didn't go back to school until almost Valentine's Day. So, you know, so the kids are missing uh, weeks of school because of this problem in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. And so it's a situation where bad, you know, it seems like bad is getting worse. I mean, it's hard to concentrate on your education when you can't drink the water in the school and, um you know, you're trying to learn, so no, it's no telling what type of uh, text uh, books they have and what their curriculum consists of. Uh, it's, it's just that the people there have uh, extra problems. They have other other things to worry about when they go home, and not only when they go home, but when they're when they're in school. You know, when the kids are in school, they still got a water issue. So it's something that never goes away. And I was reading something. Um, uh, one lady was saying, you know, she lives in the crisis, and uh, her comments were she thought everybody lived like that. <laughs> you know, well, everybody she knows probably does, but um, 
you know, it's uh, you can't use tap water to make baby formula. Um, you can't use it to brush your teeth. You got to use bottled water. You know, you have to buy bottled water for cooking. Um, so it's um, a consistent problem that uh, even with the Flint water crisis, they instituted uh, a behavioral, uh, what they did was they did an assessment called CASPER, uh, where the this is the Center for Disease Control did this for Flint, you know, kind of bouncing around from Jackson to Flint, but just, you know, in comparison to uh, the circumstances. And I don't know that they have instituted a program like the one they did in Flint down in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, I haven't uh, come across anything that talks about their emergency response in, in those terms. Um, but in Flint, uh, to access the concerns that people were, that the Center for Disease Control, the C, uh, CDC, they conducted a community assessment for public health emergency response. In May 2016, um, and they call it CASPER, and that is to evaluate the following citywide. In Flint, they started evaluating the people and the children's behavioral and physical health concerns for adults 21 years old and older and children less than 21 years old in each household. Uh, they were assessing household access to behavioral health services and barriers to access. They were assessing resources used for water-related needs and barriers to to assess to access, and how community members were getting their information about the crisis. And so, um, that's uh, the assessment that was done for the Flint water crisis to kind of help track uh, the people and their um, behavioral uh, issues and uh, keep data uh, and information on them. So if uh, any of our listeners um, want to chime in, I know I gave you a lot of information about uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and um, uh, just kind of touched on Flint as well. Uh, but the water crisis, the environmental racism that's uh, going on, that hasn't gone away. I mean, you know, we talk about systemic things that affect our livelihood and our quality of life. Now, you know, not all black people um, are suffering. Well, I mean, you know, you can be suffering from environmental racism, but it all depends on where you stay. And, and for the most part, you know, black and brown people stay in poor areas areas where they had land fields or or um, oil companies, you know, and you, you have respiratory issues with, with the people in the neighborhood and the kids or, or uh, places where, you know, uh, cancer-causing um, uh, things are found uh, inside these plants or, or things of that nature. And, uh, you know, you just can't catch a break. So it's coming off, you know, poor white people too. You know, if they stand in that area with the 80% blacks, 
So 20% others, so that 20% others are dealing with it as well. But if we have any of uh, our listeners that want to chime in, um, make a uh, ask a question or make a comment, feel free. Push the one on your phone, and we'll bring you in. We'll, we'll talk about it with Jenny White. And, Jenny White, if you uh, want to key up a commercial, we can go take a break. I can go see what's going on with these lights. And uh, we'll come right back and we'll finish it off. Okay, but I had one question uh, for, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on in Jackson, but up here, didn't some of those people in Michigan, didn't they get money? There was a... a $600 million uh, lawsuit that um, was filed in, in, in one, and I know Jeffrey Feiger was one of the attorneys who was representing uh, a large portion of uh, the people up there that were that had the class action. Um, how it's been distributed, I'm not sure, but uh, there was a, six, a $600 million pot. Well, I know a lot of their kids, you know, uh, they didn't, they, you know, they got messed up. Oh, yeah, and well, there's some, some grown folks, too. I mean, you know. I know that. And I, ended up dying behind, yeah. Yeah. Well, we have someone that wants to say something. Hey, how you doing? Fine in yourself. Good evening, everyone. Um, good evening. Good evening. I, I'm sitting here listening to this, and I just read an article just yesterday about the water in Florida <laughs> and how two, two people have died because they went swimming in the water, and there's some kind of amoeba that's in that water that eats up the, it goes up your nose, and it eats up your brain. Oh, my gosh. I read yeah. an article similar to that, uh, but it was saying a man had died because he used it as a, near, a nasal sterilization. He okay, I read. Water. So that that, was so I guess water. Okay. I read about that one, too, in a six-year-old child. Um, the man used it with his neti pot to clean his sinuses okay. out. Okay. Okay, right. Oh, wow. He got a bacteria, yeah. Right. A guy in his family went to Disney World or Disneyland, whichever one is there. And the next day they decided not to go back to the park. They were going to go the following day. And they decided to go to the beach, and they went swimming. And then later on that day, the dad kept complaining about a headache and took him to the hospital, and the hospital gave him pain medication and said it was probably his sinuses from change of climate. And the next day, he couldn't, he told his wife that he couldn't see. But mm. he back to the hospital, and that's when they found out that he had the amoeba. Wow. So, back to Jackson. Well, ain't much you can do about beach water. Uh, except don't right. go in it. Right. Wow. 
And that's the, that's oh. the ocean down there, unless they were, <laughs> you were swimming somewhere else. The Jackson mm-hmm. thing, the Flint thing, I don't understand how the people still bathe in that water because it actually goes into your pores, and it's got to be a buildup. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure some people don't have a choice, you know, either, you, you know, you have reached your water allotment or you can't afford to keep buying it. You're not drinking. I mean, if you drink bottled water, you see how fast it goes, you know. So, you know, if you are using it for everything, then I'm sure it goes, you know, three, four times faster. So it's it's a problem. In Flint, they're still passing out water. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Right. Ice Mountain sends them 5,000 cases a week. And I guess it's like the east side comes and gets water one day, the west side another day, and that's the way they're handling passing the water out. Okay. Okay. um, They actually put you into a computer system so that you're not doubling down. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they got to keep track of it. I mean, you know, I know I'd be there every day getting free water. You know, well, you had to live on it like that. We have yeah. another person that would like to say something about water. Hi. All right. Miss. Hello, Miss. <laughs> yes. You know what? I was wondering. Wasn't uh, one of our governors or somebody uh, in the in, in um, over the water when all that happened in Flint? No, uh, governor the governor Snyder. What's Snyder? Yeah, it was what happened with him? Nothing. What happened well, Pretty much. <laughs> he was supposed to be up, up, up on charges. Yeah. What happened? And what did you think? What, what did you think he was gonna do? Or what they well, were they were going supposed to do. do wasn't, uh, they wasn't, let that um, man go. They let him go. G O. And then some of some some of the water, even the bottled water, they say it's not good for you. Now, I, I believe that. Yeah. I believe. But that. a lot of the uh, where they say don't buy this water, don't buy that water, this water, and right. it was taking out people's hair. But ice mountains, you know. That's the one that they really say that's very good. For, that's good for you, and it's expensive. I've even seen water oh, yeah. uh, be alkaline now in the stores and things like that. But um, a lot of uh, bottled water isn't good for you. That's true, oh, that's especially you know if they say you know you leave it in the car or something and it heats up and then you know or even I guess uh, you know if you leave it in the car and it freezes up. And thaws back out. So you know those plastic bottles. Um, you know, I think they say have carcinogens it, in them. It leaches something in back into water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you uh, you really. It uh, seems like our pain when they call themselves helping with your your suffering, they make it worse. 
to just, it seems like it's a form of just margin, more marginalization. Get you off the planet. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah uh, I mean, there's been a lot of concerted efforts, um, you know, yeah. to, to do that. And it, it all depends on how you look at it. Some people would say that's a conspiracy theory, you know, but if you look at yeah. the, you know, not only the contamination of uh, these water systems, you know, in urban areas, um, but you look at all the uh, the insecticides and uh, yeah. pesticides and things that, you know, they have in these foods and uh, that we're uh, consuming, and it's uh, it's just a matter, you know, how everything um, affects your body system and, and how it affects it over time and over years, you know. And, and at some point, you know, might start shutting things down, you know. So um, it's really hard to catch a break. It seems hmm. like, uh, you know. Every time you turn around, when it rains, it pours. It seems like, you know, right now political climate is storming, um, you know, and there's uh, a lot of sick people around us, some uh, intentionally and, and others um, coincidentally, you know. Um, so it's, you know, but I do believe there's been a concerted effort to uh, keep Uh, black and brown people sick or in a position where, you know, they're dealing with their health, you know, dealing with health issues uh, because that feeds a whole nother system. You know, you start talking about pharmaceuticals and, and medicines and everything like that. That's a whole nother set of billions. So, you know. Yeah, so well, that, they... They do that because uh, there was a lady who had something for cancer, and they told her, no. Do you hear me? No. Because that would have Well, I'm surprised they told her anything and, and didn't just kill her. They normally didn't kill her. You don't normally have conversations showed, with you. They you just come on listen. Yeah, well. It's difficult they just bump you off. Oh, yeah, you're talking billions. Yeah, we, we ain't got to tell you to stop. We're going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, yeah you well. You just be dead. That's so, horrible. Um, I mean. I'm sure. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> it It's well, money. It, it's all about money. It's all about money, something that you cannot, I say, cannot take it with you when you die. Well, I don't think, I don't think the people tr- is trying to get the money too concerned with what's going to happen when they dead. I think they're <laughs> consider more concerned with what's happening while they're living. But maybe I can leave my family some billions. All right. Maybe uh yeah, maybe yeah. my family will never have to work again in in the next ten generations or ever. So well, I mean, thing, yeah, some people are real greedy. One thing for sure, and there's they, not a mall in America in in heaven. 
What'd you say? For sure, there's not a mall of America in heaven. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you ain't going to be doing no shopping up there. So whatever you <laughs> accumulate here on earth, you're going to leave it behind for everybody else to fight over it. You know, right. but it's... Create generation. Yeah, I mean, that's how, you know, the, the Kennedys did it and a whole lot of other people. You know, a lot of these politicians and contractors and, I mean, you know, everybody's got their hands out. So the thing is, and, I, and when they're doing it, I don't think they're thinking about heaven, heaven and hell. <laughs> I don't, you know, what religion got to do with it? You know, religion, unless it's the religion of money. I don't want to hear it. The shareholders don't want to hear that. So, you know, it's just the, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Hmm. So that seems to be what happens, you know. You, you're born and you, you go through whatever situations in life you go through, then you die. Um, and so, the, you know, um, we were talking about Red Summer, uh, you know, last week and uh, that history and how when yeah. black folks start, you know, um, doing things and getting things and making progress, uh, how, you know, this mob mentality comes up and, and takes it away or, you know, um, kills, kills you for it. Or, so, like they say, the more things uh, change, the more they stay the same. And that saying is beginning to ring truer to me uh, than it ever has. And I think that as we grow older and, and live life and reach certain levels in life, certain things that have been planted in us or said over the years uh, start to make sense. You know, some things that your your parents or people have told you uh, when that light bulb goes off. And I think that... Uh, We've had it better than, I guess, you know, any other black generation uh, has had it in America. Uh, and we're living on, like they say, on the shoulders of uh, all our ancestors' efforts yeah. and, 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 and tragedy and trauma to be where we're at. Now, we still have our share of, tra- of tragedy and traumas as well. I mean, we're still living what we're living, but we're living it in better conditions than uh, our ancestors in the, in the 60s and 50s and beyond, you know, that head and before that. Mm. Uh, but it's still rough. It's still rough, it, it, you know. Uh, and any assistance or anything that has been given to make the plight of black people better or easier uh, has been under attack and uh, they, the establishment has been working hard to take it back, uh, just like the affirmative action, you know, getting into colleges, you know, the, the, the constant fight to what they call even the playing field, <laughs> which is uneven for black people. You know, even playing field ain't even for black people. You know, it's like everybody else got a head start. You run in a race and, you know, they're 50 yards ahead of you at the beginning of the race, you know, and then they say go. Now catch up and see if you can win. Hmm. So uh, I don't know. I mean, 
what we can do to change these circumstances or what can be done to change these circumstances. And, you know, and the, the goal of this podcast is just to educate and talk about situations that are going on around us and the, or that have that affect us today. And it might be going on in Jackson, Mississippi, but we had our own, you know, we're, we, we're dealing with it up here in Flint. And, uh, and you know, there are other cities around the country that have water issues that we may not hear about. Um, you know, they don't talk about it all, you know, but uh, it's um, – there are just things going on every day, you know, um, and not, not only do people have to deal with their own health conditions, uh, but then when you're dealing with a system, you're dealing with uh, a, a racist legislature that happens to run your city or your state that, you know, or your country that is instituting laws that are making your quality of life or uh, Making money for them themselves. Yeah, I mean, not even to talk about the capitalism and all the all the stuff going on, you know. Um, you know, it's really but, sad. I I just want to say, when we we're talking about uh, the water and everything, I went south, and it wasn't. Um, I don't think it was, it may have been about four or five years, but I went to see my aunt and they kind of still in, in, you know, well, they didn't have the old toilet thing, but they had one in the house and they had it in the kitchen. They just had the stool and a, you know, curtain, you know, and I, I was thinking. In the kitchen? Yes, by the they sink. They didn't have an outhouse. No. Oh, but okay. I, I'm just saying, you know, it. things are still bad. I mean, I, I don't know. It was just fixed up, you know, just a stool in the kitchen, and they had a uh, you know, just the, the curtain. You know, you could. Did the, well, did the tar- was it was it an outhouse or was it a? No, a it was a house. Water. It was their home. They had a, well, an outhouse. You know, well, but nobody like wants to go. It was a nobody. it was an old home that didn't have a bathroom, and right. so you know that. Yeah, that just happened to be something. Yeah, and and that just happened to be something that you witnessed. So that just goes to show (laughs) how you know not far removed that we are from. That's what I would. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. I mean, I remember. I remember going down there sleeping with uh, grandma and everybody, but you don't go outside when it's dark. You have a bucket, you know, and that's the way you do. And, and because the snakes went out at night, 
I'm was sorry. The, was, because the snakes would go in the outhouse at night. Well, I wasn't going in there anyway in the dark. <laughs> so they, didn't, they didn't have lights outside. They didn't. So. I, <laughs> you know what my... Um, We've been putting Black History on on the uh, for my family, and my my grandmother, my father's mother's name is Lucy Ann. My aunt was Lucy May, and I never forget when I was five years old, I went down to Florida. I said I will never go to Florida. There's nothing Florida can handle can give me because the mosquitoes ate me up. I was about yeah. five or six, and they ate me up. So my sister called herself putting all these pictures on. I said, "What did you put them pictures on?" Because they literally ate me up. I mean, I never <laughs> wow. get my said, though. Oh, we got to get the jelly jar. Yeah, the roach is in the jelly jar. And I looked, the roach was the biggest the jelly jar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't care what Florida has. I will not be going there. You know, mm. it was horrible. And, you know, and then this big, huge grasshopper, he was so big and old, he couldn't even hop no more. <laughs> oh, man. I said, no, I can't deal with it. I do not care. <laughs> So my sister was telling me, she said, what you said for on Facebook? I said it on Facebook. I hate Florida. I'm not going there. You know, all this. And, and she, that she was said, when you now, were five, huh? I was five. <laughs> I said, I will never. And we went by train. I said, no, I will never go. I mean, they ate me till my legs were raw. The mosquitoes, mm. I mean, mm. they dug into my flesh, all of that. And oh, I was, you know, terrible. just fat. You know, I was fat, and they had a meal. You know, but you know, that was down down south for real. Yeah, tell me about it. They had uh, flies. I remember flies in the house running around the dinner table. You know, so you got to fight them too. Oh, those were the good old days, weren't they? Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I couldn't wait to get back home. <laughs> it is. It's sad. But it, it is. And, um, Those are the but, good old You know, days. What, what we went through, our children now are not ready for it. Well, if it's Generation X right and Z, they're not ready for anything. You're right about they're that. Not. They couldn't handle it. <laughs> they, yeah. not, you know, they, handle they don't know. They don't know. No, this still be a rude awakening for them. A rude awakening, yeah. For them, well, I remember. Go ahead. What was that? No, I was. I was just thinking. Uh, I was reading something about. Um, um, a lot of them. Um, what was I reading? Something about. Um, the in Jackson, we were talking about Jackson. Now, since you know, we had this bad. Uh, these officers killed this black. You know, uh, um, in Memphis. Now they're trying to adopt a, a, a policy from the state level to run all the court systems. And they're taking our oh, hurt and our pain oh, and using yeah. it against us. Yeah, they're taking it and using oh, it yeah. against us. We're here mourning the oh. death of this person. And it's sad that these black men, uh, uh, you know, I hate to say it that way, but these black officers killed, beat him up and all of that. And one officer, a white officer, is involved. But... When you're on, you know, like no man hates his own flesh, but they beat beat him to death, so he's dead. So now they're adopting this policy where they're going to do a court system, a special court system from the state level to control all the cities. 
in that area, you know. They said, we're doing it. And they mm. said, well, you have nothing to worry about. If you don't do no crime, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But you, just, you don't have to do a crime for them to try to put something on you. It's been going on for, for centuries, you know. Well, you don't have to. Now they're going to touch that. That happened in Tennessee, but um, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, the Mississippi House Republicans, you know, they backed a controversial white-run court system uh, for heavily, heavily black capital city in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it says, you know, in a, in a move reminiscent of the state's racist Jim Crow laws of the late 19th and 20th centuries, Mississippi House lawmakers. Yep, Mississippi House lawmakers recently passed a bill allowing an all-white panel of state officials to appoint unelected judges and prosecutors to oversee the courts in the city of Jackson, Mississippi, an overwhelmingly what? black majority city. That's what they're doing. The Repu- they took the Republican-led just yep, white, the, all white. Yeah, yeah the Republican-led House. Debated the legislature. Uh, it's called House Bill 1020, and passed it following an intense four-hour debate uh, last Tuesday. Uh, well, it's been a couple weeks, but it would expand the city's capital complex improvement district (CCID), which includes mm-hmm. the bulk of Jackson downtown area and state government offices. The bill essentially gives uh, the CCID, Capital Complex Improvement District, a separate court system of unelected officials. These ain't the people you voted for on the ballot. This is a separate court system of unelected officials, including two judges, four state prosecutors, four public defenders, and a court clerk. And they're all white. Um... They probably will be, you know. This is something that they're they're getting ready to institute. Now, all these and you know if they do it there. What'd you say? You know if they do it, yeah. You know if they do it there, they're going to make it. Oh, most of the states are going yeah, to adopt and, that. And if it's in, if, so if don't we have thirty six district court? We have that. They can change all that. Yeah. We vote on our, our our lawyers and our judges and all of that. You know, and you know they can change all that when you have no say so at all. What's None, and if they do appoint a black me. person, it'll probably be like Clarence Thomas. Yeah. Oh, please, please. Ooh. Right, so uh, these officials, yeah. they'll, they'll be appointed by the Chief Justice of the Mississippi Supreme Court and the State Attorney General, both of whom are white. And the bill will also expand the state-run Capitol Police Force. Now, they're going to uh, expand the state-run Capitol Police Force. Now, the population of this CCID area is over 50% black. And it says Jackson's black Democratic mayor, Chakwe Antalamumba, complained that the bill would take away from the city residents the right to name their own judges and prosecutors and put the sole power to appoint these positions into the hands of white state officials. Now, yeah, this is true and it has a definite a definite significance in Mississippi, given its long history of one of the worst places for racial racial oppression in the South. Um, 
but uh, that well, is what they are looking to do. Yeah, we, we have one more. If they adopt, bring them on. Bring them on. space for this thing. Yeah. Okay. Is this DC? Hello. Hello, hello. Maybe okay. he's back. He got a bad connection. Yeah. No, someone said something. What'd you say? TC. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, everybody is trying to get all of the other people to uh, guide us. <laughs> and have us doing whatever they want to do. And this is 2023? Yeah. And how many years have we fought this? How many? All our our lives in, 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 in this country. Yeah, well, I, I I don't know what to say. All our lives in this country. And so um, Jackson residents, uh, Jackson, Mississippi residents are 80% black and 25 live uh, in poverty. And uh, blacks make up 38% of the population in the state, the largest portion of any state in the country. Hmm. So that's how many blacks are down in Mississippi. Oh, uh, yeah. Sound like they're catching hell. Well, I believe so, it. Yeah, I believe like they're it. Catching it. Sounds, um, I heard some, um, someone, I don't know if it was a city council person in one state, um, it was actually in Tennessee. He was talking about, um, uh, I think, uh, lynching people. Uh, I don't know if it was he was talking about people that have been convicted of a crime or on death row uh, should be, you know, killed or lynched. Um, so they are they they they're trying to bring it back. Huh, uh, right. They have, right? It, they really have probably have never never stopped. No, it <laughs> we hasn't. just don't know. It. it hasn't. It hasn't. It's you know, um, and and I think the goal is you know to take uh, this country back as far as, as they could take it. I mean, because the people that you know are controlling the money and, and, and instituting the, the all this systematic racism, you know. Um, well, the rich ones, <laughs> you know, aren't necessarily living in places where they aren't living in places where they have these concerns. Uh, it's the poor white people, you know. That, oh, that, yeah. That, Absolutely. You know, instituting this and, and voting for, you know, these laws that are affecting them in a negative way as well. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Is your phone any good? 
not. <laughs> well, you know, I remember well, looking me. at that picture. I um, uh, it's called the Great Debaters. With uh, Oprah Winfrey made the picture, and along with Denzel Washington, and it took place, you know, with uh, with the Forrest Whitaker. And it was mm-hmm. interesting how that Denzel, you know, they were um, he pre- he played a a, a school a, a college professor teaching the young people to learn how to, to debate. And he pointed out how that, um, how, did, how did he put it? Um, in learning how to debate, it, it, went, it, it turned it that, you know, the big thing was that when you would go to Harvard University and debate, then you would win the uh, trophy and all of this. But then uh, they came up on some people uh, going to a debate and they had just lynched a black person, charged and tethered him and all of this. And the wonder guy was going to get out of the car. He had a gun. He said, get back in here, you know. And they had to drive off. It was a very interesting picture, and I would encourage you to, uh, it was on YouTube, to look at it. But it showed that we're still facing the same thing. One thing he did, Denzel took off his unit, his suit, and he put regular clothes on, like, and he would have a meeting trying to get the sharecroppers, white and black, together. And they did that. And that was the thing that saved his life. Because not mm-hmm. only when it came down to the uh, Texas Rangers, they, they were white people fighting for, uh, you know, for, you know, fighting along with the black people for uh, control, you know, as a union, as sharecroppers. And that's what they used to um, not only save his life, but when they got together, people who would like, like you're saying, uh, um, Mr. Coleman, that uh, there are a lot of poor white people that's faced with the same thing. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that would be something to get them together. That you can't ignore a bunch of people like that. Well, I because we have one goal: we need water. I think that's what Martin King was, was doing when he was assassinated. Yeah. Beg your pardon. No, I was just saying that uh, I think that was part of what Martin Luther King's next move was, uh, next strategy, uh, was to uh, start working with uh, the unions and, uh, you know, having the poor white people <laughs> working with, with uh, the black people. And at that point, I think uh, they said, no, we can't have, he can't have that much power. Yeah. And, and you know, um, I had mentioned when we were talking about uh, Red Summer and the uh, Russian, the leftist movement, uh, the Russians had in Russia during uh, 2017, and America was afraid that uh, the black soldiers were going to come back with that socialist attitude of taking over the government. Uh, But I think that's just another excuse to, you know, uh, infiltrate. uh, bad things to us, murder and and uh, anything else they could think of. But they that was something that I. No, go ahead. I've been listening to uh, the, he's dead now. Um, you probably remember him, um, uh, uh, Reverend Tom Skinner. He was a evangelist, a gang leader in New York. And he pointed out, he, he made this statement. I've been listening to it over and over. He said, listen, God's going to get his truth out no matter what. 
you, the, the young people started turning toward the Eastern religions and, the, you know, all these, uh, you know, Buddha and all that other worship. And, and the communists got a foothold because they believed that everybody should have the same. He said, he said I'm going to let you know something. He said, that's the come we had. It took the Stokey Carmichael's and the Black Panther Party and things, people like that to let us know that black is beautiful, that you had value. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, college kids started to embrace communism so that everyone mm-hmm. could have. So that's what they've been, they call themselves fighting communism. But because of the way, let's say, the, um, the Christians have been doing, you're going to look for something else. You're going to get into the uh, yoga and things like that. You're going to get into all of that, you know. And he, he said it took all of that. He said, but God's truth is going to be put out, going to be out there no matter what. You didn't do what you were supposed to, somebody else will. Mm-hmm. And this is what he was saying. And a lot of college students, you know, they still embrace communism. They still embrace it. Who is the one that was it Sanders? How old he is? And people are still looking to him. What's his name? Who are you talking about? Yeah, who are you talking about? I want to be um, the man for president. Yeah, Bernie Sanders, as old as he is. Oh. As old as he is. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people still want to follow him. Yeah, I think people are looking for Somebody still want to follow Trump, too. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. We're going to, but that's another program. Boy, that was something. Well, they got a 2024 election coming up, so, you know, we'll be. Oh, they are. Oh, it is something else. Now, this one, the person I was listening to, he, they didn't tie him into prophecy. So we have to talk about that another time. Yeah. If he gets in, he's going to try to fix it so there is no more voting because he don't want to be out at all. No, there's going to be voting, but you're going to get written up if you are, are fined if you don't vote. He's going to determine how it's going to be a way he can fix it. I sure hope he doesn't. uh, uh, It's going to be your civic duty to vote. (laughs) What Obama was trying to do, he's going to do it. Yeah. They don't want. They don't want these Democrats at the polls. That's why they made it illegal to give them water or food while they're standing in line, and it's a hundred degrees. Yeah. (laughs) So TC, TC, are you there? Yes. Did you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. What I was getting ready to say, there was a senator uh, yesterday that came on TV uh, concerning the uh, the death penalties, and he stated, mm-hmm. he said, well, if you add one thing to the uh, uh, to the legislation, then he would be willing to sign it so it could pass. You know what the one thing he wanted? Lynch. Oh, we just Lynch talked about black. it. Uh-uh, lynching blacks. If you, if if they add to the legislation that they will allow uh, lynching again, he would sign on to the uh, to the law to make it uh, valid that lynching would become part of the uh, of the uh, of the legislation that came that came through in Tennessee. Huh. Huh? Yep, and I was like, oh yeah. You know, so they're trying to bring lynching back. I, I, I said, I wish I could get on. I asked him to be the first volunteer. 
Well, I mean, the, the leg- our current legislation, legislators mm-hmm. uh, have not been able to pass an anti-lynching Lynch bill. Law. Yeah, right. for the past few years, so that that should be no surprise. I don't federal legislature hasn't passed but, one, so and they, what they is haven't it, passed what is the end game? That's what I'm. You know, normally when people do something, they have an end game. What could possibly be somebody's hmm. end game to start a riot that's going to wipe out the economic value of everybody's properties and stuff? I mean, hmm. there's got to be some kind of end game. It is. I mean, everybody's just going to start fighting everybody. Is it what everybody, uh, whoever wins, got the most alive, I guess, you win. But what do you win? You get you win to get somebody to tell you what you can do? So, I mean, what is the end game? I think that's the million-dollar question. That's the million-dollar question, you know, um, because it all ties together, you know. Um, right. Yeah, I have. Um, I haven't been able. I, I haven't had that revelation yet. You know, just have to continue to, to reach out to the universe for that information, um, and continue to study. But uh, it's not going to. It's not going to end well. And I know that. Uh, um, the Hispanics, I think, will be the the majority in this country. I believe they're talking about around uh, 2050. You know, maybe even before that. Uh, but shit, it might be 2030. I don't know what that date is, but wh- whatever it is, uh, the the powers that be are plotting and planning to remain in power. It's oh, all yeah. about the power. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, it's about the power, you know. So, uh, so it's going to be a lot of casualties in in this battle as we as we see um, day to day. It's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of people that's just going to get caught up in the matrix, and you know, especially if you're not aware that it, it is a matrix <laughs> that's going on around you. You know, you liable to walk it. You liable to walk into anything until it hits you. You ain't gonna know what happened until it hits you. You know, so right. it's, it's best. It's, yeah, it's best if you could be somewhat aware. And I mean, that's just like educating these children. You know, to be aware of what's going on, um, so that you can act accordingly. Uh, you know, I. I I didn't get into politics until I was probably in my 30s, you know, where I really um, started paying attention to how it affected me. Yeah. You know, I knew, yeah, what was going on, but uh, I think these kids need to know earlier so that, um, you know, they could be aware because, you know, they passed the legislation, you know, regarding voting rights and, and gerrymandering districts, and, and uh, you know, they're doing it all. Right. And it's a matter, yeah, it's a matter of um, the counterparty, which is the Democrats in this instance, you know, being able to uh, stand up and confront all these things that are taking place and, you know, on the same token, put some things in place to kind of prevent 
you know, these things mm-hmm. from happening or happening again, you know. But right now we've got a stacked Supreme Court, which is no help. Huh. Um, well, and only time would tell, I guess. Trump appointed, you know, what they say, over 300 federal judges. It was a bunch of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. You know, with, life, with lifelong appointments. So uh, things have been put in place. Things have been put in place, and, and right now, you know, and, 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 and right in front of your very eyes, you know, the legislation and the representative Republicans in the House of Representatives and, and back in Mississippi have just voted, voted and passed a bill to create a whole different court system, you know, in the city of Jackson. So those black people about to catch it for real. They are already catching it. But they about to catch it, catch it. And it's just, you know, uh, templates that are going to be going around <laughs> state to state, just like these states are, you know, suing, trying to sue the government for this uh, student loan deal that Biden, uh, you know, has passed to uh, eliminate some of the student loan debt. You know, the states are fighting, six states are fighting that. You know, but, I mean, it's like, okay, who's the victim? The state can't be the victim, the injured party. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so they may not be able to stop that. But uh, they, you know, but they'll pass $2 trillion worth of tax tax incentives for big businesses and these billionaires and won't won't say nothing about that. But when it comes down to, to to the layman, they gonna cry for if you get a for any break you might get. All right, so well, so it's good. So it's I, good to hear you. What'd you say, Dorothy? I say I told TC it's good to hear his voice. He was missed. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was. Yes, he was. I had some health problems from Christmas on. And uh, I didn't have, I've moved down with my daughter in Houston uh, probably for the rest of the year. That way, yeah. But now? I tell you what, the last two shows were excellent. I love the last two shows that we had. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll appreciate appreciate we're just trying to get some good content and mm-hmm. um, and keep it going. You know, just a matter of. You know, good production, good topics, you know, good conversations. And we've got some, some great, you know, loyal people that, you know, feed us with material as well, which is which is helpful, you know, given topic ideas. So, you know, anybody that has any topic ideas, definitely feel free to reach out. Um, and if you have our personal information, then, you know, reach out to us. If you don't, then you just tune in and see what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. See what we're talking about, or make a suggestion when we're or you know, when you're on on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a uh, Women's History Month, so uh, that's I think right. Be, I think it'd be very appropriate, oh, you know. Uh, yes, yeah, it highlight is. some uh, some some women issues. So we'll talk about some well, not necessarily women issues, but you know, some 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 women things. So we'll talk about that. Women period. <laughs> yeah, women. We're gonna women talk about the ladies. <laughs> Talk yeah, about we're gonna us. Talk about women. So I think I will put y'all to work for that. <laughs> All right, y'all, y'all lead them conversations and we talk about it. Talk about it with Jenny White. 
But I think we had a good show today. We appreciate our listeners tuning in. And uh, any last words? Any yes. last words? Yes. Go ahead. Who has, who has to say something? I, I want I everybody to sound like Sister Lucy. Storm that we're having right now. <laughs> May? Yeah, what did you say, Dorothy? Just <clears throat> last week, my power went out and my lights started flickering. Okay. So wherever the That's lights good. are out, somebody in your neighborhood is out, trust me. And they've already called it in. I believe it. That's all yeah. you had was a flicker. <laughs> no, I had a couple of them, you know, at the same time, but uh, we've been good. No, it's then, not. so. Mine flickered for like an hour, and then I lost power, and I was out for a, a minute. <laughs> That's all. Well, Jenny, Jenny, yours was out too. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, just a minute. <laughs> well, they here, they here to. Compared to that, some people, I was out for a yeah. minute. I was for a day. Right. Okay. People right. are still out. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah some true. some people uh, stayed out. I think three or four because Marie uh, Marisi called me, and I was. Uh, they said it was going to be come back on four fifty four a.m. So I'm saying, okay, that's good, that's good. <laughs> but it didn't work that way. It came back you know, at 3 p.m., 3 p.m. Well, they told me that it wasn't coming back on until that Sunday. Right. A lot of people didn't. I know Marisi didn't. So yeah, I don't well, know. people I just... probably still going to get caught up uh, oh, in, yeah. this, in this one. Well, it's... It's wintertime in Michigan, so, you know, and, and you got to say we've been very fortunate as far as our snow accumulation. You know. And we're snowing. Uh, Can somebody come outside and let me do an angel? <laughs> That's what yeah, I want. Okay. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. Well, you, I okay. want my but, grandchildren to see me doing it. Yes. Uh, they see me doing it down there. They got they gonna call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you say that. They fall and they can't get up, huh? They can't get up. <laughs> Jordan has helped me pull up the stairs. Help up. stairs yeah. <laughs> need the yeah, snow angel to help you up. Tell me That's about it. all right. That's all right. Long as my grands can see me do it now. At any rate, everybody said what they wanted to say. I appreciate you guys. I really do. And I want to say this. Stay away from still people, S-T-I-L-L people. Stay away from them. Still broke, still complaining, still hating, still losing. Not making a change, they're still not making a change. They're still living in the past, and they're still making excuses. Excuses. Mm. So stay away from still people. Okay. And having said that, I thank you, my boss, 
host did a really <laughs> good thing. Yes, he had a Dirty. good one. Always good. Always good. I appreciate him. And um, oh, yeah. And anybody, anybody, just be careful tomorrow. This snow is still smoking. And I got to go get my dog. So <laughs> you guys have a good evening. I thank you. And next week, we're going to still talk about it with Jenny White. Okay. Good night. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night.